What is up everybody? Welcome back to a Bad Beauty's Healing Corner. It is currently 11.57 at night. Actually, it's 11.57 on my computer, but it's actually midnight right now. So we're going to say it is June 5th, 2023. Why am I up this late, y'all? We about to get into that. But the main point of this podcast, I think I'm going to be everywhere, but I really started this podcast because I wanted to talk about my dating life and a couple of things that I've learned over time. So if you hear this noise in the background, my upstairs neighbors are very active. I actually am working on a plan to move out of my current apartment into a better apartment. (laughs) I think I want a condo next. Um until I'm ready to move into a house so just bear with me y'all and the podcast will get better um I don't know how again how I'm gonna upload these but I know I'm just recording I haven't you know edited any of these I haven't uploaded any of these um I'm kind of just free balling right now I don't even plan these podcasts out as you can tell it is midnight and I just woke up I didn't even wake up I just got out of bed and was like I want to talk about something so y'all I just got off the phone with this guy and he's like younger than me and I find him very attractive and uh, when I met him I was like I would like to know more about you so one of the things he asked me while we were on the phone uh, not that long ago was what is your fears and I was like I'm scared of success and he was actually shocked about that and it was nice to hear somebody be shocked about it because I was like oh this is great I can explain why I'm scared of success because so many people are like oh I can't wait to get successful but as I start to get successful I actually start to get scared because of how I'm changing and how people are viewing me and how they're treating me now that I feel like I'm getting close to success like people here I wrote a book and it's in Barnes and Nobles and um you know on Amazon and stuff like that they're like oh my god wow they think I'm like the hottest shit out here and I'm just like no I'm still struggling you know, like <laughs> that was just to get eyes on me and to tell people like, hey, I can accomplish something. And it was for myself, too, but it's definitely helped me in that way. The ways I previously said. Hey, y'all, this is Future Tamara right here. I wanted to come on here and kind of like flex on myself. Yes, your girl actually did write a book and it is in Barnes and Nobles and it is on Amazon. It is called The Sustainable Vegan Cookbook, a plant-based lifestyle guide to living your best life in this book i put all of my life recipes and food recipes in here and a little bit of tips and tricks that i like to do to get myself back on track so if you're interested you can buy it on amazon and you can buy it at barnes and nobles yeah just let you know support your girl back to the podcast People here that I'm a health and wellness coach, and they just think, oh, she's got her whole life together. And as I've told you on different podcast um, episodes, and, you know, if you know me enough to talk to me in person, I tell everyone, like, health and wellness coaches still go through stuff, too. We just know how to handle it. And the way we handle it is not the way people who aren't health and wellness coaches, like, I don't want to sound like that, but if you're not a certified health and wellness coach, y'all tend to have this idea of how we should handle stuff and everything like that and I'm like the way we handle stuff is actually the way a normal person should be handling shit it doesn't always look pretty it just helps you know so there's that um the more money I make the more people come around and I 
don't understand more money, more problems because those problems are like way different than what you see on TV or what you think it is. So, you know, that sucks. Um, but yeah, I've been dating lately. And that's another thing I told him. I was like, I'm scared to date. I'm terrified to date because of everything that I've been to. If you're new to the podcast, um, welcome. If you are not, then you already know what I'm about to say. Like, I left my ex-fiance not that long ago without knowing what the fuck I was going to do. And that kind of messed me up. Not only because I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do, but because of everything else we went through. And if you're interested, you know... Again, I haven't edited these, but, I mean, if you go back in there, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be descriptive on which episode is which, and you can go listen. Um, I've been abused by someone who I loved, my best friend, you know, so, trauma, (laughs) the real kind. Um, None's fake, but, like, that's very traumatic for me. I lost my virginity due to rape, you know, by a man, so traumatic. Um, and I've been manipulated. People still try to manipulate me and everything like that. So dating is terrifying. There's just some scary people that you meet out there. And I'm not saying all men suck. Like I am getting to a point where I do want to say niggas ain't shit. And there are times that I have said it, but I'm not at the point where I just think all niggas ain't shit. So it's just terrifying. But for this specific person I was talking to, he's younger than me, you know, and I was like, you know, age, uh, first I was just like, hey, you're nothing but a number, but I'm starting to see there's not many young people that I'm interested in because, or maybe it's not really the age, maybe age still isn't but a number, but the certain young men that I'm meeting, I'm just like, I'm just on a different level and you're not there yet and, you know, you're kind of still selfish (laughs) Like, he was even telling me I'm selfless, but I'm like, your actions kind of say you're a little selfish. Um, I haven't really thought about this. This is just my raw thought. Again, if you're new to the podcast, a bad bitty's healing corner is really where, um, right now, because, you know, I don't have an audience, but this is really just me, you know, talking stuff out, telling you what I've learned, and sometimes I talk about stuff while I'm going through it, so... This is just what I learned from dating. But I thought I was a little selfish because I'm like, I'll literally be talking. You'll just talk over me and you'll start a whole nother conversation. Like, what you ask me for? And the conversation that we would have would be like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite car? And I'm like, this does not matter to me. Like, I'm going to answer it. But um, and there are times where I could have just like hung up or whatever like that. But I'm like, okay, well, I'm trying to date. So let's just see what you have to offer me. And you know, at the end of the conversation, I just evaluated, and I was just like, this is not going to work for me, I'm not interested in learning more, or anything like that, like, you're very attractive, but no, um, but there is good news, y'all, I did meet a guy, and I, I like him, (laughs) y'all, he's not my normal type that I go for, but that's another reason I'm very excited, like, I'm attracted to this man, and I feel like my friends, if I was to, well, I don't even know if I have friends, but certain people that I would introduce them to or they would see me with, they'd probably be like, oh my god, that's your man, and I'm just like, I don't really give a shit about what you think of the person that likes appearance, like, I like him, I'm attracted to him, he's nice to me, he's kind to me, and honestly, I think comparison is a thief of joy, but if I had to go there, like, he offers me everything that 
me and certain people have talked about in the past if this is what we want like I found a person that treats me well and makes me happy like there hasn't been a time yet in me dating this man things we haven't even gone a date we've planned it but we've been talking before and I'm just like there has never been a moment since that was like "Eh, maybe I don't want to talk to you because of such and such now fear has crept in the way I was like oh do I really want to date you because I have moments of loneliness and I'm like no like I'm just trying to find reasons of why I shouldn't date you but I'm just like I like you and I know when I like somebody like I go into it I'm like I want to find out more about you not in a crazy way but she's like I want to find out more about you I want to talk to you I want to I don't know how you're doing I want to know if you ate today like what are your goals what is your passion what makes you happy what makes you sad how do you handle your emotions what are your thoughts on such and such and you know he answered these questions and like he asked me questions that is something that I do not get often like I will ask questions I want to learn about somebody and you know I would like that to be reciprocated or like um I'll ask questions the other person will answer the question but then they won't ask me a question and you know I get a lot of uh, well I thought she was just going to answer and I'm like why would I answer you didn't ask me a question I don't want to just you know tell you stuff you may not want to know about it now there are certain things where I leave the room and I'm like okay well I'm going to answer this too but I don't want it to come off as if I'm just talking about myself and I don't have a problem talking about myself but there's there's a certain point where you just know you are just talking about yourself. <laughs> now, with that being said, I'm going to skip over to another man that I was thinking about dating. I met him, you know, while I was bartending and everything was fine. But then I started to talk to him on the phone. I'm just like, you really just like to hear yourself talk. You like to talk about yourself. And something I really don't like about, you know, dating men, this doesn't happen with women. At least it hasn't happened to me yet when I'm interested in a woman, but we're just specifically talking about when I date certain men, I do not like men that are like y'all woman. <laughs> How they tend to go about it is like, you're putting all of us women in a category and the specific type of men that I'm meeting like this, as soon as a woman does something that they don't like, they always rush into, see, I knew y'all were all like this. And it's just like, yo, you got some deeper shit that you need to heal. Like, example like if I were to be like oh yeah like I want the last nacho and you know they're my nachos I bought them I'm just having to share but in reality they are my nachos that I'm sharing with you if I want the last one you know I'm gonna eat it most likely I'll ask if you want the last one but I'll read the vibes but if I'm just we're just chewing and I pick up the one last one and there's like a half one I could still consider that the one that ate the full one the last one but you can still eat the half one because I'm going to eat it, but whatever. <laughs> if I eat the last nacho and he gets mad, it's like, see, I knew all y'all were like, my guy, if you don't calm the hell down, if you are triggered by one last nacho, why don't you just say, hey, I want that last nacho or can I have the last nacho or something? Like, you don't just have to fly off the handles. I tend to meet men like that who are always like, y'all woman. So this man I met in the bar was displaying exactly, he's always talked about himself always like he would tell me like please don't do this like my ex or something like that and I'm just like I you don't even know me like that and you're just running off possibly comparing me to to your ex and even the younger one like I noticed when (laughs) 
I, I literally now ask people, like, hey, can I call you at this time? That okay, future Tamara here. <laughs> I just wanted to say, not me telling y'all a whole story using the example of freaking nachos, y'all. But I, if you got it, you get it. But if you didn't, like, some things just shouldn't have your partner flying off the handle. Like, it's giving very much, like, get some help. It's giving you might need therapy. Because what I'm basically saying is, like, the men who be like, y'all woman are very fearful like i fear those men so much because it just makes me think if i do something wrong you probably won't want to really fight me <laughs> that's not okay my god i'm gonna have to go but anyway um let's get back to the podcast i'm sorry y'all not really but kind of <laughs> he's always talked about himself always like he would tell me like please don't do this like my ex or something like that and I'm just like I you don't even know me like that and you're just running off possibly comparing me to to your ex and even the younger one like I noticed when <laughs> I, I literally now ask people like hey can I call you at this time that's me asking can I can you sit time aside to talk to me because I'm not big on texting anymore <laughs> like I, I just don't like it when I can just talk to you. Like, I don't know, being on the phone is more intimate for me. So, um, you know, we set up a time, and this man is playing his video game. And, you know, I don't mind if people multitask, and some people can do that. But he's, like, yelling into the phone and stuff like that and, like, would not talk to me. Or I'd be like, hello and stuff like that. And he's like, please don't hang up on me like my ex. And I'm just like, yo, your ex had the right idea. But, you know, I didn't know his ex, so I just, you know talk to him on the phone but yeah that was just it was a no-go that's something I learned the thing is people could probably be like oh well you were kind of dumb for doing blase 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 like did I feel stupid yes but you know it's a learning experience now I know like when that shit happens again I'm probably gonna hang up and be like hey do you actually want to talk do you want to talk later because like you know it's a possibility that the guy doesn't know what he's doing <laughs> like hey maybe people actually don't like that shit like you know but the vibe was there, you know, I did, um, I did, uh, state that, you know, these type of things aren't for me, I even gave off the vibe that these type of conversations where we're just not talking are not for me, like, <laughs> and, you know, certain things that I'd say, like, if he would ask me a question, I'd ask him a question, and if, you know, it wasn't reciprocated, I'd just be like, okay, and he thought that was so funny, but in reality, I think he was trying to say, like, you know, that's weird that you just say okay, because, like, what else am I going to say? If you don't ask me a question, I'm not going to talk to you, because what the fuck are we doing? Like, there's so many questions I will ask before I read the conversation and be like, okay, this isn't, this isn't two-sided, this is very much one-sided, so... Yeah, that's how my dating life is going. Um, but yeah, back to the guy that I really like. <laughs> I was kind of nervous to talk about this, y'all. But um, I actually had sex with this man. We haven't gone on our first date um, or anything like that. I just felt the vibe of like, we are going to have very nice sex. And it's not even like, oh, I'm about to dig into your skin. It was just like that nice sex where like you read each other's bodies you care for each other's body like I'm the type of girl where if I'm if I want to have sex with you I want to make you feel good like I'm trying to love on you you know and that's what he gave me he literally was like I'm gonna love on you tonight like 
he wanted to perform for me but it was like it wasn't selfish it wasn't like oh I just want to get enough he wanted us both to like get that pleasurable experience and I felt it and I reciprocated it and it was just so nice and the next morning like I don't I didn't even have to tell him my after sex care like he knew that I like to be touched and I like to be cuddled and stuff like that and I just knew what he liked like it seemed like after sex he just liked something very chills and subtle and it seemed like he just wanted me next to him <laughs> it was just amazing we woke up and we conversed and stuff like that he asked me how was everything and I don't know if this is done a lot, but I actually think it's very nice if after sex you talk about it to make sure, like, not to really make sure, but, like, for me, I like to know, like, did you have a good time, and what did you like about it, and just so much. <laughs> we even talked about before we had sex, and, you know, what we wanted for the future, like, hey, do you want to see me again, and stuff like that, and it was just, it was very nice. I'm very happy about it. And, you know, sometimes certain people that I've had sex with in the past, like, I didn't feel good the next day. Like, it just seemed like I took on their energy. Like, if they were sad or angry or something that wasn't happy, it felt like I carried that with me. With him, I felt, you know, good. I still felt happy. Like, the energy that he gave me, was very well matched and I even asked him how his day was afterwards and he felt like great and afterwards it wasn't awkward but we saw each other again and it was just it was just nice so the fact that the sex was great the fact that we had good conversations it is now quiet in my apartment building and the fact that I can hear my neighbor walking above me I'm kind of like do you hear me talking about my relationships and stuff like that I mean, it's kind of awkward because I just talked about sex, but, like, I don't know. I feel like if someone was to hear my podcast, they'd be like, oh, wow, good things are being said. Or, like, hey, I feel that way, too, type stuff. So, there's that. But I even told him that I was going to talk about him on the podcast. So, if he's listening, he now knows that it's him. And the way I feel, it's just, like, I really think about I want to proceed with this person. That is a nice feeling, whereas other people are like, eh, do I even want to keep doing this? Or like, do I want to cut this person off? Like, I'm not second-guessing it. You know what else I want to talk about, y'all? Y'all, I got a second job to help with this business plan that I'm trying to do. And, y'all, I hate it. <laughs> I'm not complaining, but... You know, I just made the decision to actually, like, look into this job. Like, do I want to stay here? Do I like it and stuff like that? And I'm like, no, nah, I don't like this job. Like, I'm not even being the person that I am. Like, I've changed much at this job, and I've only been working there for two days. Why have I changed so much? I'm like, well, it's not a good environment for me. Who am I? Like, mm-mm. And I feel like I'm trying to keep my happy attitude in a place that I do not like and that is phony and I don't want to be a phony person I don't even like being a phony person like there's a girl there that I'm just like not bobbing with either 
And the thing about me is, like, if I have a disagreement with you at work, I don't really take that personal because, like, there's so many attitudes that come into work. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're giving me. You might be giving me some stuff that you brought from home. I might be giving you some stuff that I brought from home. Maybe I didn't break from home. Maybe I just am upset because I'm here, like, and I just took it out on you. Oops, sorry, queen, sorry, king, like, maybe something like that. So I really don't take it personal. Um, Every now and then I apologize, or if it's not that big of a deal, I'll just come in the next day and be like, yo, good morning, you know. We still got to work together at the end of the day, but, like, there's a bunch of younger people in there, and I'm like, I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> like, if, if you're listening to this and you're older at a job where there's a bunch of young people, that's another thing. I'm just like, I really need to, like, hurry up and get out of bartending right now because, like, I want that to be my side hustle. Like, that's literally what I'm using it as. I'm, what I'm, I'm bartending right now to pay for this uh, next project that I'm doing, but... I want it to be less of something that I'm depending on because the young people that are in there, I'm just like, I cannot be relying on this shit. I cannot be relying on coming to work every day and dealing with young ass drama. And I mean, I'm a nineties baby, so I'm not even like that far from Gen Z um, and Gen Y and all these other things and stuff like that. X, there's a Gen X, I believe. Not that far from it, but I really think that that breed is just different. And I don't like to be like how people think of millennials, like, oh my God, y'all are not the future. I actually do think that there's some things about Gen Z, YX that are just amazing. Like, I was watching this reel on Instagram and it was saying how Gen Z is amazing because of how they think and, you know, how they work and stuff like that. This, um, manager told his employee to he needs 50 pieces of uh, printer paper on his desk now the person who made this real was like oh my god like I would have been counting 50 sheets of paper and stuff like that Gen Z person literally put in a blank piece of printer paper and hit 50 copies and she was like well why did you do that he was like because I didn't want to count 50 pieces of paper what and I'm over here like, that is so fucking smart. That is so fucking smart. Because like the lady who asked the question, why did you, I would have been counting 50 pieces of paper, you know? That, um, that's not the only reason I would like to leave the job. And it's not even really that mainly. It's just certain things now that I'm older. I'm just like, I don't want to, I really don't want to deal with this. Like, it's time for me to skedaddle. If I don't have to, I won't. Um... I don't make that much money there. So I'm like, this is really a waste of my time. And you know, when you don't make that much money somewhere, it's like, you don't really want to show up the way you do. You want to show up the way you're getting paid. <laughs> I'm like, the way I'm getting paid is not worth me showing up at all. You know, love my manager there. He's amazing. He's a chill guy, but like, it's a franchise business. You can only help me so much, honey. I got to go. Okay. <laughs> and I, they, if he doesn't respect it, cool, but I hope he does, because when I got hired, he was like, oh, yeah, uh, you're older. I love that about you. I hope he meant that as in, like, you're going to do your job, but I didn't. I hope he doesn't mean it as in, you're older. You're used to just taking a lot of No, 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 no. thing about me is I've been called a hipster before because of how I think. I'm not staying at a place that's treating me like shit, that wants me to do stuff way above my pay grade that wants me to do stuff without paying for it. no 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 so I'm like all right I gotta get out of that um I'm also finding out as I'm getting older that 
I do not want to settle, y'all. Like, I went back to one of my old jobs and, you know, they were giving me my little commends, my praise for leaving a toxic area. And, you know, I even called some people like, man, I wish. And it's like, you don't just wish, do. Like, it's just what you do. Just leave and trust that you'll find something else. Like, if you want to find something else, you'll find something else. That's exactly what I thought. I will find something else. And I did, quickly. And it's even better. Like, it is one of my dream jobs as a bartender, and I got it. And, you know, I was scared because I was like, okay, well, what if I can't keep it? Because I literally left this job where it's like I'm making, you know, money. Most people would be proud to work there, but management was just horrible. I had to go. So I'm nervous at this new job, my dream job. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, what am I going to do? I got to boss up. I wanted this job. Now it's time to work like I want this job. And I did it. And, you know, now they're giving me more more hours. Like, (laughs) I don't know. My therapist is saying that I'm I'm coming into womanhood. And fun fact, I'd be telling people that I'm 30 all the time. But I'm actually not. I'm 29. But I started telling myself I'm 30 because I wanted to get into the habit of feeling 30. Because when I walk into my 30s, I don't want to be having that harsh of a time of like learning what 30s is you know and when I was in my 20s like 25 and stuff like that I started asking people in their 30s like you know what is it like to be 30 a lot of people tell me when you're 30 your life is over but I'm like no it can't be over you know I still listen to them and why it would be over but then I started listening to people who were like oh my god I'm sorry I thought I heard something I started talking to people like 35 and older and they were telling me like you know 20s is when you like make your mistakes and you can you can just make your mistakes in 30s I think they were saying like is when you can make your mistakes and you still got time to recover from them but you know while you're recovering you're actually learning from them 40s is when you're like okay well you know I kind of got it and honestly 35 is when somebody told me it was like okay I'm getting the hang of this and stuff like that and then maybe like 37 and 39 you'll be like okay well these are mistakes that I'm making and I've already learned from them but I just happened to make them again and then probably by 40 you'll be like oh well I know what I'm doing and that's how I feel about when I was 25 like I was just like okay well I kind of don't want to live like this but like I didn't have a good support team I didn't have mentors at the time or anything like that so I had to figure it out on my own but once I turned 28 is when I was just like okay I need to do something about this I need to start meeting better people um then I started meeting better people I was like okay I need to start doing stuff and um you know, book is out, health and wellness coach, and so many other things on the way. And once I turned 30, I want to just be like, okay, I got this down. Let's make a plan of what I want to do in my 30s. And by 40, I want to be either where I want to be um, or just learning how to be the person that I became, you know? So, like, perfect example, I want to be a millionaire in my 30s. But, you know, I plan to make it in my 30s. I want to learn how to maintain being a millionaire. If I become a billionaire, great. But um, once I become a millionaire and I maintain it and stuff like that, now it's time to really start living and stuff like that. So when I turn 40, I want to just live. And then after that, I just want to be comfortable. You know, not stagnant, but just like comfortable. My level of comfortable. I want to be my higher self and stuff like that. So um, there's that. I'm kind of everywhere, but... I feel like I do have a topic. I just, once I get to editing, it's like, how do I write this down? I feel like this is just a chitty chat of 
what I learned, how my dating life is. And again, like I say in most podcasts, I hope this helps someone. It's definitely helping me. Um, but yeah, yeah. That terrified of date thing is a, is a real thing. It's a real thing because I've met some wild ass people. Also, he asked me to describe myself. And this is what I said. I was like, I'm confident. I'm ambitious. Uh, I'm flirty. I'm a sexual being. I'm silly. I'm goofy. Nurturing. Um, I forgot what else I said. Uh, I'm aggressive. Not like I always want to fight somebody, but I just come off as like, you know, what's up? Like, what it is? Like, <laughs> just be real with me and stuff like that. That's my type of aggression. Like, let's just get it popping and say what you need to say. Um, I'll say what I need to say, and then we'll chat about it. As an aggressor is a blunt. I feel like that's the same thing nowadays, but I really think they're very different. Um... And then he described himself, and I don't know, the way it came off was just very much like, this is who I am accepted, where it's like, me, I was kind of like, this is who I am, um, please be open-minded about it, but if you're not open-minded about it, I understand, you know, the accept me is who I am, in my experience, it tends to be like, accept me for who I am, don't ask me any questions or anything like that, whereas, like, for me, accept me for who I am, but also be open-minded, so it's like, example, accept me for who I am, please accept the things that trigger me, please accept my trauma, but please be open-minded, as in, with all my triggers, with all my trauma, please be open-minded in the fact that I am working on myself. Um, I would like you to know my triggers and my trauma that if I act a certain way, please be open-minded to the fact that this is not, this is not personal. Please do not think I'm attacking you. It might be a defense mechanism. And I always use the example of I've been abused before. So the way you might hug me, the way you might touch me, I might be like, whoa, what the fuck are you doing? But if you tell me it wasn't meant that way, you know, give me time to process that. Give me time to apologize for the way I came off. It was not intentional. Um... I have some sexual trauma, which I've talked about earlier in this podcast and another podcast was like, please be patient with me when it comes to sex, because there are certain things that if you do, I will probably not be as moist as I was before. And I'm asking people who are listening to this to be open minded and please be kind. Do not be in my messages or whatever there is when I edit this and when it actually is on streaming sites talking about so oh well you just need the right type of penis like oh my god and honestly fun fact story time this isn't even fun but story time when I told a certain person that I got abused he was like oh you just need the right man to handle you what what like I feel like that's one of the worst things you can say to somebody who's been abused you need the right man to handle you and from experience, most men who say that, they're just like, well, I can put you in your place better. I don't even got to hit you. That tends to be worse. Like, what else will you do, my guy? Like, I don't need to be put in my place at all. I just don't want to be abused physically or mentally, okay? Like, what the fuck ever. Um, I told him that I was flirty, too, when I described myself. Speaking of flirty, y'all, like, this guy, like, I like him, y'all. And I really hope he doesn't, like, 
shy away or there's something that I don't like about him. Like, I hope this works out. So far, it's really nice. I think the fear is creeping in because I'm like, oh, no, I like you. Like, please don't hurt me. And not even be selfish. Like, I hope I don't hurt him because, you know, I asked the guy that I was just on the phone with what his toxic trait was. And I'm not going to put that out there because he probably doesn't want that to be known. And he probably is going to listen to this. So it's like, I want you to be like, defamation. Like, even though you can't because I didn't put your name in it. But still, I'm just not going to put stuff out there. But he did ask about my toxic trait. And my toxic trait is that I can be controlling. And... You know, I'm working on it. I think I'm doing a good job at working on it. Just remembering that life is simple and that, you know, you can control things in life and some things aren't meant to be controlled, you know. Some things should not be controlled. Um, I think me being nurturing can be toxic, but it's also very good. Like, I feel like I'm so nurturing. That might be a control thing, too, that I think I know what's best for people, you know, based off of, you know, their miseries. And I'm like, okay, well, this could be fixed like this. But then I have to remember that some people just want to sit in misery. Some people don't want to fix things, you know. And that's going to be become overbearing. Um, yeah, he told me his toxic trait, and I was just like, that's not, that's not toxic. I, I feel like you just threw something out there, like, of why people don't like you. But, like, What? I don't know, y'all. This dating has been weird. It has been weird, but I don't want to stop dating. Like, it's also been helpful. It's just like, dang, I'm meeting some interesting people. Some good people, but there's actually some people that I've met that I'm just like, I think you are out of my league, you know? (laughs) Awkward to say. Like, I met this one guy, and he was definitely out of my league. And he was just like, I mean, you're a nice girl, but you're just not what I'm looking for right now. And I was just like... I respect that. You know, when I got in the car, I, like, cried about it because I was like, oof, that hurt my feelings. Like, I kind of wanted to be what you wanted me to be, but at the same time, like, you know, I'm not meant for everybody. So, you know, I just cried and brushed it off and, you know, thought about it some more because I'm like, well, what did you want to be? And I realized that that cry was mainly because I wanted to be that, but I'm not ready to be that person right now. And it was also a little bit of like, damn, like uh, rejection. Rejection still hurts to me. I mean, it doesn't hurt to some people, but rejection still hurts to me. I just, how I'm going to handle it, I need to handle it on my own because I'm not about to be like certain people that be like, well, fuck you then. Like, whoa. Just whoa. But yeah, dating's been awkward for me. Um, and for this podcast, I thought about it. I was like, do I want to do a podcast? Do I want to write my journal? I was like, no, nah, I don't really want to write my journal. Like, I want to talk about this. Like, Again, I haven't uploaded these, but I missed y'all. I missed y'all. Really missed y'all. And I hope you can hear all this. But um, I'm getting tired now because this is now a 30-minute podcast. And I ain't going to lie. I feel like when I edit these, I'm not going to do the best at editing. So I just want to cut it before I have to edit out a lot of rambling. So um, I guess good morning since it's midnight. Good morning, my lovelies. I hope y'all have a beautiful day. If you caught this to the end, thank you so much for supporting me. You can follow me on Instagram at the Sustainable Vegan LLC. That is my business page. That is where I post um, things that I want you to learn about veganism, self-care, self-help, health and wellness. Um, and I talk about a lot of topics. Um, right now, I ain't talking about 
anything because I'm working on this next business. But I'm sure by the time I upload these, more stuff will be uploaded. Now, that's at the Sustainable Vegan LLC. Now, if you want to know more about my personal life and, you know, anything I'm just putting out on the raw, that is at the Vegan Unfiltered. That is at the Vegan Unfiltered. And these both are on Instagram, okay? And that is where I still post health and wellness stuff, but I also post, you know, other things that I'm interested in. Because, like I told you in the description, I'm very, uh, flirty, goofy, um, I'm a little spicy, um, a sexual mommy, like, don't be coming on my page looking for sex content, please, please, but, like, recently there was a picture of Young Miami and Diddy kissing each other, and it probably looks nasty to most people, but I'm like, that girl is in love, or she is in lust, or whatever like that, it's very nice to see, it's nice to see her happy, it's nice to see Diddy happy, I'll post stuff like that, whereas I'm not gonna post that on my professional website because you know there are kids on there and like I mean kids like probably 14 teens and stuff like that but they're probably also people like how we were on MySpace that shouldn't have damn sure should have had MySpace but they probably lied so you know I put that on the sustainable vegan LLC but if you want anything like regular that's at the vegan unfiltered and I believe that one is um that one is not private so um yeah, y'all, hit me up. Good morning, lovelies. Y'all have a great day. I hope that you have a nice, peaceful, prosperous day. And I will talk to you in the next episode.